If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right. It's pretty simple. Teeing it up and talking golf. That's what it's all about right here on Tea to Green, the golf show. And all you have to do is listen. Thanks for joining us for another home edition and another special major championship Sunday edition of Tea to Green. With Jerry Evans, I'm Jay Ritchie. The Duke, Robert DeCosa, is our producer and master control. And today we're going to be taking you live to Rochester, New York, and the famed Oak Hill Golf Club, site of this year's PGA Championship, where the best golfers in the world are competing for the Wanamaker Trophy at the 105th PGA Championship. The last round is today. Brooks Kepka finds himself in familiar territory with the one-shot lead going into the final round. At Augusta a month ago, Kepka had the lead going into the final round and didn't finish at the Masters. He lost to John Rahm. Can he finish the job today? Well, it's one of the many questions we'll be asking our guest today and for our guest we have two of the best golf journalists ever in golf joining us on the show we'll be talking about oak hill and the pga championship with dave shedlowski of golf digest and bradley klein from the golf channel on tee to green it's early sunday morning the sun is coming up i'm on the tee at seven I'm here to try my luck They say this game's a tough one But I'll give it my best shot Though the bunkers look like beaches And the greens like parking lots Oh, Lord What club should I choose? You know I'm lost out in the forest Save me from those double bogey blues America's longest-running network radio golf show. There's a lot of them out there. We were here first. It's Tee to Green, now on Sirius Channel 217, XM Channel 203, and the Sirius XM app. With Jerry Evans, I'm Jay Ritchie. We're teeing it up with Dave Shedlowski at the PGA Championship next here on Tee to Green.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Check out CollectibleExchange.com and use code RADIO20 for 20% off between now and Father's Day. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you. That's code RADIO20 at CollectibleExchange.com. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. It's destination listening for dedicated golfers. We're back with another edition of Tee to Green, the golf show. We being Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans, Robert DeCosa, our producer. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Doing great. Uh, we've had so much rain in Colorado. It's been unbelievable. Had some flash flood warnings and whatnot. But uh, today we actually see the sun. Yeah. Like I mentioned to you a minute ago, it looks like a foreign object. I <laughs> haven't seen it in so long. I think the last time we saw the sun was Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. We've had nothing but rain and cloudy and cool temperatures. But we're not the only ones. There's we're not the only ones. No. You're, you're, bad weather all across the and, nation. And so. Of course, in Rochester, New York, they had yeah. the kind of weather they had in Rochester yesterday is what we've seen 
pretty much for the last couple of weeks here in Colorado. I was going to mention that that uh, here we are covering you know the uh, PGA Championship in Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York, and uh, you see all the umbrellas, and you, you got to feel for the caddies because they're out there having to deal with this right along with the golfers. And uh, they don't really get the umbrella that much. Working really hard. And the final round is today, the 105th PGA Championship. Talking about it on Tee to Green today with Bradley Klein. Later in the hour, he'll be joining us. And right now we're going to go directly to Rochester. And our good buddy from Golf Digest, author, contributing writer at Golf Digest and GolfDigest.com. Hopefully he's been staying warm and dry, Dave Shedlowski. With us on the TD Green guest line. Hi, Shed. How you doing? Good morning, guys. I'm doing fine, and the sun is out here as well. Yeah, hey. glad to hear that. They'll be starting. Well, they've started already with that last round, haven't they? That's correct. We're well into it. So what's the weather expected to be like for today? Pretty nice. A uh, high of around 75. It is breezy this morning. Uh, which means it'll probably pick up a little bit more breeze-wise. And, uh, you know, um, the golf course is obviously still going to be soft. It's, it's as they call it, Oak Hill, not Oak Hill. And, uh, yeah, it's very, it's still pretty damp. So if the wind picks up in the afternoon, do you think that's going to affect the scores? Absolutely. If they start missing fairways, and, and we're seeing a lot of that now, um, yeah, it's... <laughs> The, the one thing that you can say is that fairways hit has been a huge benefit to uh, most of the guys on the leaderboard. How miserable was, was that yesterday with all the rain and the damp and the cold? Yeah, that was, a, that was just not a very fun day, which, which underscores how well Brooks Kepka played, shooting 66, the low round of the, of the day for the second day in a row, and we can get to the stat on that later. But... Um, it really was miserable, and yet it, it, great crowds out there, as you guys mentioned, uh, lots of umbrellas, and, and uh, uh, yeah, very challenging for the caddies to try and keep everything dry for the players and doing all the things that they have to do. And, uh, you know, it was, um, I think as one of the uh, European players said, it was wetter than an otter's pocket. So uh, I like that expression. <laughs> I like that, and it kind of brings it, it brings up maybe the broader question: um, a major championship in the northern part of the U.S. in the middle of May is that something anybody's been talking about? We've been talking about it a lot, and for a number of years. Once they moved this championship to May, um, you know, we had one at Beth Page Black that was won by Brooks Kepka in twenty nineteen, and. Uh, and that was okay, but it was certainly very chilly at that one. The PGA of America contends that they've actually sort of broadened their uh, uh, their market availability for this championship because they can go to northern courses and also now, of course, uh, put a few more of the more southern-type layouts into their mix if they want. Uh, we'll see that in 2027 when they go to Texas at their new facility and headquarters in Frisco. And, um, you know, look, I mean, for the most part, the weather hasn't been that bad. We just stuck out that one frost away and the rain yesterday. Otherwise, not terrible. Would you, uh, 
maybe highlight some of the, the players that you thought were uh, playing well and some of the players that are not playing that well? Any surprises there? Yeah, I mean, the th- there's there's two that just jump out, and the, the big surprise to me uh, playing poorly is John Rahm, the number one player in the world, and I say that beyond the fact that he's number one in the world because this was a golf course that I thought really set up well for him. I've said it uh, many times now over the last few months, I like big, strong players. That's the modern, successful player, Scotty Scheffler or John Rahm or Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka. These guys are strong men. And I really felt like if John Rahm had putted and chipped the way he can because the short game is brilliant, he would have been right at the top. Unfortunately, um, in addition to not quite hitting it that far, his short game has been very weak this, this week, and that's surprising because everybody's going to miss fairways. And, you know, a strong guy like Rahm can get up around the green, get up and down, and, you know, make pars and just hasn't done that. I think we know on the other side who the surprise is, and that's the club pro, Michael Block who's going to play with Rory McIlroy today. And it's, uh, it's a remarkable story. He's playing his fifth PGA, his, second, uh, his seventh major championship. He is entertaining, and he is very good. He plays a lot of golf with Patrick Cantley out in California, and he plays some with Bo Hostler. He knows, so he, he's not intimidated by playing with very well-known, accomplished touring stars players and this week he has done the kind of thing that you absolutely have to do he has hit fairways he's third in fairways hit even though he's 75th in driving distance he's third in fairways hit and he makes putts he's second in putting so you put those two together and i don't care where you come from you can be from mars and never played golf but if you do those two you're probably going to be at least competitive yeah, three three rounds of par 70, and he stands at even par, uh, and in the top 10 going into the last round today. You did a feature, you talked to him, didn't you? Yeah, we've talked to him quite a lot this week, and talked to him at length on uh, Friday after he shot a second straight 70. There's another fun fact, there's only four men in this championship who have not had a round over par, and Michael Block is one of them, three straight 70s. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. With Dave Shedlowski, Golf, GolfDigest.com, Golf Digest, a contributing writer who's at uh, the PGA Championship at Oak Hill in Rochester. Bryson DeChambeau, should we be surprised at all? He usually plays pretty well on these type of courses. Should we be surprised by what he's doing? Uh, not at all, except if you've been following him lately, uh, play, he had been playing so poorly on the Live Golf League. Much of that has been due to injury of his hand. He had to have surgery by a well-known physician in Dayton, Ohio, of all places. And he just hasn't been as healthy as he would like to be. And I, I think he was lacking, I would say, a little motivation playing Live Golf. They don't play great golf courses. Um, but uh, this is his kind of golf course. He won by six at Wingfoot, the only man to shoot under par in the 2020 U.S. Open. And uh, he's showing again that his power game uh, is very well suited to this kind of a setup. And like Brooks, who leads the championship, uh, being healthy has mattered greatly to Bryson. And that's what we're seeing this week is a, is a very good player, still young, 29 years old, who's, who's definitely healthy again. 
Uh, the live the live guys besides Brooks and Bryson, there's uh, D- uh, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed's having a pretty good run. There, I haven't really detected a lot of the live versus PGA talk in this championship. Are you hearing it there? No, not really. We saw that at the Masters and, and live golfers had a very good run at Augusta National with three in the top five, Phil and Patrick Reed. And, but that, that's kind of died down. That's kind of died down in the us versus them aspect. Yeah. For well, Dave Shedlowski, Shed, we got to go to a break here, but when we come back, want to pick it up there and talk a little bit more about Brooks Kepka, uh, who seems to really show up in major championships. We're with Dave Shedlowski talking from Rochester and the PGA Championship with us today here on Teeter Green. We'll be right back. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 
That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, on your smartphone, or whatever mobile device you are listening we appreciate it here at TD Green. It's the golf show. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans on this championship Sunday, the 105th PGA Championship being played at Oak Hill in Rochester, New York. Brooks Kepka, one shot lead over Victor Hovland and Corey Connors. Bryson DeChambeau, three back and four off the pace. Justin Rose, Scotty Scheffler at minus two. Rory McIlroy, the only other guy under par at minus one going into the last round today. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, Shed was talking about uh, Michael Block, and uh, he's going to be paired up with Rory McIlroy. But I, like he said, I don't think the guy is intimidated. Doesn't seem like it. No, it doesn't yeah. seem like it at all. Dave Shedlowski is our guest on the TD Green guest line. Uh, contributing writer at Golf Digest and GolfDigest.com. He's in uh, Rochester at Oak Hill following the action. Uh, let's see, Shed, I, I just mentioned one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys under par. It's almost like a U.S. Open, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's very much like one, and I think nobody's really surprised, especially when you put the combination together that you have at Oak Hill, which is really, really thick, rough, and very interesting, slopey greens, the kind of greens that Donald Ross was designing uh, back in the 1920s when he built, he designed this course and has been restored by Andrew Green in the last few years to bring those slopes back. Uh, some incredibly interesting green uh, complexes that I, I think are some of the best in the game. How do you see these players playing today as far as uh, trying to close out the championship? Do you think they're going to be uh, just trying to get the ball down the middle and then uh, either have a layup if it's a par five, or do you think they're going to go for it and uh, try and knock it on the green and get up close? That's a great question. I think a lot of it is just going to depend on where they end up on the leaderboard, especially on the back nine. I I think Brooks it's obviously his championship to lose, not just because he has a one-shot lead, but because he really has been playing extremely well. It was unfortunate what happened to him at the Masters. He just was too tentative in the final round. Choked, as he said himself. I'm not saying that. That's the word he used to describe how he played at Augusta National in losing to John Rahm after having a two-shot lead with 18 holes to play. And I think he... Even though he's won four majors, he said he's learned from that. He will not do that again. And um, that that forces other guys to have to maybe do some things they don't want to do. I really do believe that Scotty Scheffler and Bryson DeChambeau have the kind of game. Again, big, strong men. If they do miss a fairway, they can still get up around the green and still make a score and might threaten him. And then I really like where Rory McIlroy is. He, he will have to be a little more aggressive five back. But, you know, the dangerous lurker is not a bad place to be in these championships. It, it takes all the pressure off you. If you don't win, so what? If, and so you can kind of go for it. I like that, the dangerous lurker. That's, yeah, that's a great <laughs> name. Yeah. You're like a comic book hero or something. That's great terminology. <laughs> exactly. 
Brooks Kepka showed up, oh, what, about 10 years ago or so now, and here he is. He's, he just seems to take his game to another level in the majors. I mean, winning tournaments is great, but winning majors makes you a legend, and that's that's the direction he seems to be going in. It is, and it's not surprising when he has talked about a mindset in which he really does gear himself to major championships. And, and, and that's not necessarily different from everybody else who gears their games around trying to win majors, but he's, he is different in a mindset that he almost shuts it off for all the other golf tournaments that he plays in. I mean, he really kind of just backs off on, in terms of intensity. And then he really absolutely just brings it for a major. And, and there's something to be said for that. I mean, Jack Nicholas was probably the guy who did that the best. Tiger was, you know, on a, a different universe. Uh, he just, he seemed to, to gather himself for every tournament. Yeah. Would you see possibility of Brooks Kepka, even though he in a regular event? I'm sorry. What was that again? I said Jack never really tried to win every event that he played. Yeah, Tiger, I think tried to win every every event. It didn't matter what he was teeing it up in. Tiger wanted. He to enjoyed win. winning. He enjoyed yeah. getting that big check. So. Uh, We've also got guys like Victor Hovland, Corey Connors, Justin Rose is in the hunt for back. What do you think of their chances? Oh, the guys for back, Justin Rose. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, Justin Rose has played some very nice golf this year. I'm not sure that uh, that necessarily translates to, to handling the final round on a difficult golf course like this, although he did win a U.S. Open. Um, I really do like what Scotty Scheffler still has to bring to the tournament, to the championship in the last round. He just has to putt better. He putted miserably yesterday. He made nothing over six feet. You got to make more putts than that. That a lot of that could be weather related, couldn't it? No, not necessarily. Uh, a lot of guys were putting pretty well. In fact, those slower greens yesterday, that certainly made uh, uh, putting a little less scary. And putting's going to be more scary today because you got wind and now the sun out. It's going to get it's going to get fast. Uh, Scotty just look. He didn't putt that well uh, when he was trying to win the Nelson two weeks ago either. And, and that problem seems to have followed him here to Rochester. And he thought he had it figured out. And apparently, after the first couple rounds, uh, he reverted back to a bit of a problem that he's been having. Brooks Kepka has. The baggage of what happened at Augusta a month ago, uh, carrying uh, that into the final round today, could that be a factor at all? Oh, it'll be a big factor. I think people are just going to put him under a microscope here and try and dissect everything he does as he tries to win this championship. I mean, you you blow a tournament and you've uh, you've made it. At the at the Masters, that you feel that that is what you have done. Now you have you've told people exactly how you feel about how you handled the pressure last time, and um, so people are going to be looking at him, saying, "Did he really learn from that?" As he said, "Did he uh, make adjustments mentally?" Because physically, he doesn't have to make it. He's playing great golf, 
but certainly he's going to have to have a great game plan today, and he's going to have to really put himself uh, in the right positions mentally to be able to handle whatever adversity comes to play because there's always going to be some. So is Kepka going to be paired with Hubland in the last day, Victor Hubland? That's that's correct. That's a yeah. great pairing, and uh, and I, I love it. And they look Victor was in the final uh, the final pairing with Rory McIlroy at the Open Championship last year and did not play well. I we are curious of, of, of all the guys on the leaderboard. Victor Hovland is one of the more curious ones, not because we don't think he belongs there, but because he's been kind of around there a while. This, this is the eleventh time in in as many major championship rounds that he has been seventh or better on the leaderboard. That goes wow. back to that last year's open championship. So so for the last eleven rounds of a major, we've seen Victor Hovland seventh or better after each round. That's a long streak of kind of hanging around leaderboards. And you have to wonder, uh, is that just something that is going to carry through, or is he going to just keep hanging around but not bringing it at the end? Well, nobody's mentioned the fact that Corey Connors is right there in the thick of things. What do you believe uh, as far as his chances are? Yeah, I I had a conversation with a couple of the Canadian writers who asked me about his chances, and I said I like them because what have, what have we seen at Oak Hill over the last twenty years? And what we saw was Sean McKeel win in two thousand three with really good ball striking and fairly average putting, and then of course in twenty thirteen the winner was Jason Duffner, who is not a good putter at all, but a wonderful ball striker. And he managed to conquer Oak Hill. And this is Corey Connors. Corey Connors is not a great putter. And if you watched him at the President's Cup last year, you wondered how he was even on the PGA Tour because he just couldn't make anything. And that's his—that's sort of his M.O. is when he's on, he hits it close enough and makes some putts because he's a great ball striker. And he's a wonderful driver of the golf ball. But when he's just off a little bit and he's giving himself 20-footers, there's not a lot of scoring going on there. He just doesn't putt He's not one of the better putters on tour. Uh, he wins with ball striking. He's won twice at uh, in Texas at the Valero Texas Open because, and those are very difficult greens to putt. But he didn't have to putt him great. He hit it great. Corey Connors, Connors will be paired with Bryson DeChambeau. Connors starts the day one shot behind Kepka. DeChambeau three behind. All right, uh, we got about a minute or so left. Shed, uh, I, I'm. I'm guessing you're going to go with Kepka, but if he falters or doesn't uh, finish, uh, who do, who else's chances do you like? I'm going to I'm going to go out here and say that uh, it seems to be a live golf kind of year in the majors as they try to prove themselves. I think Bryson DeChambeau is very dangerous, as we said. He won at Wingfoot, similar type of layout. And he didn't necessarily have a great day yesterday, and I think he's going to come back strong today and give Kepka his rival, the guy he's feuded with. I think those are the two guys we're going to see down the stretch. Are they getting along better now? <laughs> they get along fine. They're, uh, they, they've come to an understanding that they play in the same league. They're going to be, you know, they're going to be cohorts of sorts trying to promote that new league. All right. Shed, thanks uh, so much for doing this today, doing a couple of segments with us. We do appreciate it. Check out Dave Shedlowski at Golf Digest and GolfDigest.com. Dave Shedlowski at the PGA Championship. Thanks, Shed. Thank you for having me, guys.
All right. Great job. Appreciate it. Brooks and uh, DeChambeau get along about as well as you and I do. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Bradley Klein joins us to talk more PGA Championship today on Tee to Green. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Talking golf, 52 weeks a year and loving it. That's what we do here on Tee to Green, the golf show every Sunday. Thanks for joining us today and being the most important part of what we do. I'm Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans. Before we get to our next guest, Bradley Klein, a quick note for our Southern Colorado listeners. Grand Odie Peaks 
has reopened the Tom Weisskopf J. Morris Design, located in La Vida, one of the top mountain courses in Colorado. La Vida and Grandote, located just west of the town of Walsenburg in the Katara Valley, a one-hour drive from Pueblo, about 90 minutes from Colorado Springs. And if you live in the Denver area, about two and a half hours uh, south on I-25, in addition to great golf, you can check out the Grand Dodi Peak Steakhouse and Bar, open daily for breakfast, lunch, and dinner starting June 1st, or the Grand Dodi Grill, now open and serving sandwiches, street tacos, and other specialty foods. The Grand Dodi Golf Course, currently open for nine-hole play only. The full 18 scheduled to open July 20th. For more information or to book a tee time, call 719-999-PLAY, P-L-A-Y. That's 719-999-PLAY, or visit playgrandody.com. I'm hungry for golf, and I'm hungry for all the food you just talked about. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be down there uh, next month doing our show. There you from, go. From Grandody. Yeah. So uh, we'll have more information on that coming up for you as well. Ah, our next guest standing by, ready to go. Bradley Klein, boy, author, golf writer, originally with Golf Week, now with the Golf Channel and GolfAdvisor.com, winner of the USGA's International Book Award back in 2001 for a book about Donald Ross. Uh, he is also the recipient of the Donald Ross Lifetime Achievement Award from the American Society of Golf Course Architects, design consultant on dozens of golf course restoration products, and kind of the perfect guy to have on the show today to talk about Oak Hill and the PGA Championship. Well, let's get right to it and bring him on the air. Right? Yeah. Uh, Bradley Klein, hello, and uh, welcome to Tee to Green. Tell us uh, what your thoughts are on this uh, PGA Championship. Well, if I were the perfect guy to be uh, talking, I'd be chatting from Michael's uh, block this morning. So um, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, 2006 inductee Bradley Klein into the Caddy Hall of Fame. Well, all right. So yeah, he, that's an important... he would have a Hall of Famer on his back. Could you leave that out? <laughs> yeah, I, caddy, uh, I actually caddy in six PGAs so, um, over the years. And, uh, I, you know, the purses are a little different. They've got a lot more zeros now than they used to. Um, you know, if Michael Block plays, shoots par and finishes, you know, type eight, he wins half a million dollars, which was more than the purse that I caddied in for the entire PGAs in the uh, in the seventies and eighties. So things have changed a little bit, but uh, you know, it's a great golf course. It's a fantastic leaderboard. Uh, the weather's going to be clear, and uh, the fact that you have these long hitters and also shot makers up top attests to the. Uh, the diversity and quality of that restored golf course. So, you know, I, it looks to me like uh, this is going to be a memorable event. You know, you never know, but let's hope. So, yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's shaping up anyway through the first three days, and I think uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out today. But I'm with you. I think it's going to be going to be pretty memorable for the 105th playing of the PGA Championship on a Donald Ross. Golf course. You and Donald Ross have a little history, do you not? Well, uh, I never met the gentleman because he died before I was born. But um, I channeled his thinking through a biography I wrote of him. I spent quite a bit of time with people who knew him, including his daughter, and um, also people who had caddied for him. So I kind of got a feel. I spent a lot of time up in Rochester at Oak Hill, and I'm frankly glad to see the restoration because that course had wandered away from its original. K 
character. Uh, it's a lot sharper now. Some of that is actually attributable more to Andrew Green than to Donald Ross. And, uh, you know, one thing is that the Greens had gotten rounded off, and then they've been pulled back to their original fill pad. Andrew Green just tweeted, uh, I saw this this morning, today eight of the nine hole locations on the front nine are on areas of the Greens that were restored and that were not available in 2013. So one of the things you're going to see is a lot of marginal hole locations for steps maybe from the edge. Uh, there's nothing in the center. It's all going to be on the edges, and so uh, it's you know it's going to force players to make choices on on shots into uh, into these greens, and particularly difficult when they're approaching from the rough because the rough doesn't allow for control. It's very dense and thick. There's no chance they would have mowed it, uh, and the rain just thickened that stuff up. So it's going to it's going to be fairways and greens today, and then um, some occasional birdie putts. Let's stick with Michael Block. Imagine, if you will, you're the caddy for Michael Block today. What recommendations or uh, advice would you be giving him as far as how to play the the course uh, from the fairways to the greens? Well, first of all, let's 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 be a little clear. He's not your. He just didn't pop out of a pro shop uh, out of nowhere. He's played in 26 PGA Tour events, never made the cut. This is his sixth PGA Championship, so he's not new to this, but he is new to being up on that side of the leaderboard. So what I would just tell him is, go have fun. You know, it's uh, your swing's reliable. Don't start tinkering. Don't overthink this. Just go out, hit shots, and have fun. And uh, whatever happens, you know, he's a winner no matter what. It doesn't matter. Um, and he's going to be playing with Rory McIlroy, which could be intimidating. But the, 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 what he did yesterday was actually quite smart. He was paired with Justin Rose, who he always admired. And he didn't stare at him. He didn't look at him eye to eye. He just kind of glanced at him a little bit. Uh, they really, they didn't. Not much between them. They didn't really look eye to eye till about the fifth or sixth hole. So you don't go into this confrontation. You don't sit there thinking you're going to beat Rory McIlroy. But you think of this. I've been playing golf for forty years. I assume he's forty six years old. Um, I can shoot whatever I can shoot. I've shot seventy three days. Let's go shoot another seventy, and um, you know, leave it at that. Don't make it bigger than it is. And obviously, there's a, there's a lot of pretense and discipline that's required to do that. But that's that's what you have to do. I found it very interesting that uh, you said he just glanced at Justin Rose, never really looked him eye to eye. That, that's kind of the way I do it when I go out and play with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to make well, sure that he doesn't intimidate me. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's actually a good point because all these golfers get intimidated and scared and they have mental issues. Kepka, uh, who's on the leader, top of the leaderboard, referenced the fact that he let his mind wander a little bit at the, the Masters this year after he, and, um, he kind of, uh, indicated that he's going to try to f- focus a little more. You never know exactly, but these guys get nervous. And then it's a matter of how you handle how nervous you get. That's one of the things I learned when I carried on tour. Everybody gets nervous. But then it's a matter of whether you let it creep into doubts about your swing or whether you use that as an occasion to go back to absolute basics. And if you have a sound foundation and a little bit of confidence, you just reduce everything to the most minimal uh, movements and thoughts, but you never, uh, but you you don't panic when you get scared. That's how you know some golfers panic when they get scared. Others like, okay, now I got to gear it into that 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 simple mode. So, um, you know, I saw that with everybody, and I think nobody is immune to that on tour. Brad Klein with us today here on Key to Green. Brad, 
talking about Oak Hill, built around 1925-26, and um, Donald Ross design. Everyone knows Donald Ross. You mentioned Andrew Green, who did the renovation. Who is Andrew Green? Uh, well, he's uh, he grew up on an apple orchard, and uh, then he spent about 15, 16 years, got his education in landscape architecture from Virginia Tech University, and then he uh, was a construction foreman and in-house designer for a very fine golf course construction company called McDonald & Sons. So he's had a lot of experience, and then he started going off on his own, doing a couple of small renovation projects, and he kind of got lucky and landed Inverness out in Toledo uh, uh, in 2017, and that came out of nowhere and really made an impact. Then he did Scioto in Columbus, Ohio, which is a Ross course, and Congressional in uh, D.C., which is a kind of a mix between uh, Devereaux Emmett and uh, Robert Trent Jones, and then he... uh, He's had a lot of big jobs now. He's got Eastlake, which is another... um, which is a fine tournament course in Georgia. He's got Big Canyon out in Newport Beach, California. And um, he's got quite the resume now. So he's not a newcomer. He's just, you know, most of these guys are unknown until they they hit the age of 50, uh, and then they become well-known. You know, one of the major magazines just touted Andrew Green as the hot new this, that, and the other. I think that stuff is exaggerated. There are a lot of great architects out there. He's one of them, and he's great because... He's very studious. He, he, he puts together museum-quality presentations. That's how he won the job at Inverness. That's how he won it at, at Oak Hill. Uh, but he also knows construction technique, and he knows um, budgets, and he knows spreadsheets, and he knows uh, classic architecture. So, you know, he's one of many fine uh, designers, at, but this is his coming-out party for his career, in a sense. And, you know, he's probably, what, mid-40s now? So it's, it's overdue. But good for him, good for yeah. Oak Hill, and good for golf. Yeah, watching uh, the tournament on television over the last three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, seeing a lot of guys hitting out of bunkers, hitting out of sand. Is that kind of the Andrew Green influence? Did he he change the bunker alignment a little bit, or what did he do? Well, he's steep in the bunkers. You know, if you look at Ross' plans, his fairway bunkers were all, and he indicated this on his drawings, so the fairway bunkers were three, three and a half feet deep. His greenside bunkers were four, four and a half feet deep. Uh, of course, uh, Oak Hill was designed in a pit phase when you didn't have a sandwich, so getting into a bunker was a hazard. Now it's kind of an opportunity to make a, to get it up and down because of the tour guys being so good and the wedges and the bounce and yeah. the quality and consistency of sand. So everything's changed. So Andrew Green made all those bunkers deeper. Uh, greenside bunkers are much deeper, uh, and the fairway bunkers are stacked at about 280 to 300 yards, 320 off the tee. So they're actually even if you play for the members who play from their regular tees, won't quite reach them. The fairways are wider there, but at the pinch points, uh, those are punitive bunkers. You know, we saw yesterday with Corey um, Connors, out of uh, the Canadian, who had uh, had the lead on 16, hit into a fairway bunker, and then bladed his 9-iron into the face, almost lost the ball, ended up with a double. Uh, fairway bunker shots with a 9-iron are not usually a big problem, but when you have that kind of a steep face and you get a little bit sloppy, they become hazards. So I would say that to an unusual degree, Andrew Green's deepening of the bunkers has had a considerable impact on play here this week. Do you think that the the play out of the bunkers is going to affect today's play? Oh, yeah. Well, especially with those marginal hole locations. You know, what happens is, it's like we were watching the other day on the 11th, the long park 
three 11th hole. It was playing 245, I think. And the pin was uh, top left. And uh, anything on the left side that missed by a few feet was in a very steep bunker. And from there, you couldn't get it more, closer than 15 feet on the far side of the pin. You couldn't, there wasn't enough room. You combine, if you combine a, an eight-foot deep bunker with a pin that's four steps off the green, you can't, it's very hard to get it close. So we saw that, even the other day, uh, uh, Jordan Spieth on the, on the short uphill 14th hole, the par four, drove it into the bunker and then, bla- and then bladed his second shot out of bounds onto the adjoining golf course. There, you know, there's another <laughs> Ross course on the other side there, Arondacoit. So it doesn't happen very often that a tour player blades a bunker shot out of bounds. So that's how steep and uh, punitive, and those guys are wary of this. So they're trying to keep that in mind as they hit their approaches, which means that you tend to favor hitting it a little bit away toward the green center, and then you have to make certain strategic choices. We'll see that on 14 and then on the very short drop shot, part 3, 15th hole. Uh, where right. the, you know, so those bunkers are a hazard for a change. Great test for the world's best golfers, Oak Hill and Rochester. Bradley Klein with us today on TD Green. Brad, thanks for joining us today. Enjoy the final round of the PGA. I got my uh, couch potato, guacamole, chip uh, dip, and beer array all, all lined up today. Okay, great. We'll join you. Sounds good. Brad Klein with us today here on Tita Green. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
receiving your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. The fastest hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf. It's Tee to Green, almost done for another Sunday edition. Our thanks to Dave Shedlowski and Bradley Klein for joining us on the show today, talking about the PGA Championship, wrapping up in Rochester, New York today at Oak Hill. Brooks Kepka takes a one-shot lead into the final round, and uh, you're going to stick with Brooks as your pick? Well, actually, I'm not going to. I'm actually thinking more along the lines of Bryson DeChambeau just because I think he's going to out-hit the course. You know, he, I know he had the surgery on the hand and everything, but the man is super strong, and he can. a lot of times he can just get the ball high enough and, and out there in order to clear whatever hazards he has to. Yeah. I'm going to go at Brooks, but if he falters, I look for either Hovland, DeChambeau, or Scheffler. So. We'll make up your mind. Which is- <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, last week we talked about Chris Sanger out of Woodstock Country Club, the club pro who earned his way into the championship. Right. He said his hope was that he could be the top club pro when all was said and done. I don't think of so. the club pros, he finished dead last and missed the cut. <laughs> so. That's what I was saying. I don't think so. But he got to play anyway. Hey, that's good more than you and I can say. Good for him. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks to Robert DeCoz in Master Control. We'll see you next week. Till then, hit them long, hit them straight.